welcome to Language Chats. This is a podcast for language lovers in Australia and beyond where we share our experiences as well as stories from other Australians of learning, working with and using other languages. I'm Penny. And I'm Beck. And in today's episode, we are delighted to welcome a longtime Language Lovers AU member and supporter, Deb Spencer. Debs is a fellow language lover and Aussie, so great to have you here, Debs. We are particularly keen to chat to you about the language learning virtual community, which we know that you are a big part of. Um, we are both part of it too, um, but we know that you've had some really specific and cool and interesting experiences that we want to talk to you about, um, as well as the programs and some of the challenges that you've been a part of as well online. So welcome, Debs. Woohoo! Thank you for having me, guys. Pleasure being here. Do you want to, before we kick off, Debs, give mm-hmm. us a little bit of a an intro and background into yourself and your language learning and I guess I guess where your passions for languages have all kind of stemmed from? Yeah, absolutely. So I um I've been I've been wanting to learn another language since um, since forever. Actually, um, I think. I remember being a, a very small kid and uh, hearing my grandmother speak German and thinking she was suddenly the most coolest person I've ever known. Um, but um, I think I really, really got hooked on it in high school. You know, we all have to do a language in high school. Uh, and um, I chose French and um, I really enjoyed it. But then, of course, you finish school and you start work and life gets in the way and all this sort of thing and sort of I forgot about French for a while then um, as a older adult um, thought I'd like to get back into French again um, but then I had my daughter and so you know and then when she was a little bit older thought I'd get back into it again and then work got in the way it sort of you know stop start so many many years of stopping and starting and then uh in 2012 I picked up a book called How to Be French by an Australian woman Margaret Ambrose I think it is and and she went to the Alliance Francaise in Melbourne and um she uh learned to speak French and at the time my next door neighbor um had been to France and she fell in love with everything French and uh, I said to her, let's learn French together. And she said, yes. So, so then we went to um, enroll in a class. And, um, and then I went from there to the Alliance Française here in Sydney. And then I found out there was actually a language school in the building where I worked in Manly. And I thought, how much better is that? So I enrolled in that instead. Oh. But found out with those three schools, even though they were all great and all the teachers were fabulous, I just realised I'm not a classroom person. Uh, I don't, it, that, that situation doesn't work for me. So, um, yeah, I was always the quiet one in the back of the class, too afraid to speak. Uh, and there's, and we get really annoyed because there's always that one person in the class that likes to argue grammar points with the teacher. Uh, <laughs> yes, yes. And, um, and or there's another student who knows a little bit more than everyone else and likes to let everyone know by talking over the top of you and all this sort of thing. So um, 
so I was looking for, I still wanted to keep learning French, but I was looking for something else that, that worked better. Um, and then around about that time, uh, my husband brought home the book, the uh, Fluent in Three Months book by Benny Lewis. Uh, and I read that and um, through that book learned about um, italki. Uh, and um, so I checked out that website. I also started Googling his website um, and um, through that sort of slots of reading came across a, a course called Courage to Speak that was run by uh, Shannon Kennedy and I thought I'd start there because um, even though I really, really wanted to speak French, I was terrified. Uh, I, would, I would learn all these words and I would learn all the grammar and I'd um come across a French person at work and I'd be terrified to speak or you know um, that kind of thing uh, so I thought I'd uh, sign up for her course and that really really helped so I worked through all the modules and um, and uh, did all her challenges and exercises and started to get up the courage to just um, contact people through our talking and saying hi I want to um, yeah I'm looking for a language exchange partner I'm a beginner that kind of thing then also found a teacher through italki and that was all that was all going really really well and then um uh, these i kept getting um pop-ups in my inbox about a, a challenge called add one challenge that was run by um someone called brian kwong and um i thought oh i'll, I'll give it a go so i i signed up for it but by the time i signed up for it it had actually been taken over by Benny Lewis. And um, it was through there that I actually met uh, a lot of my my language yeah. buds that I call now. <laughs> and um, did that challenge uh, a couple of times and then came across your podcast. And at that stage, I thought uh, we were planning a trip to Italy and I'd like to learn Italian, but I was, how am I going to, I was afraid of losing the French. And so I sort of got in touch and asked a question and sort of, and then, um, then started learning Italian uh, and it's just all sort of snowballed from there. <laughs> so it's sort of, it's kind of, no, it hasn't taken over my life, but it's come become a really big part of my life now. It's just sort of fit in with, with everything I do in life. Every day I do something with languages and if I don't, then it's um, an odd day. So, yeah, <laughs> so not an exciting, not exciting story, but. Yeah, a long one. That's so awesome, James. <laughs> I love I love that rundown. I love it. <laughs> it's been a it has been a passion for a long time and it hasn't been a um there's been no reason for it for me wanting to learn French. There's no I need it for work or I'm going to France or anything like that. I just liked the language and I wanted to speak it. Uh and that was that was all. Um with Italian it was because we're going to Italy, but then I just absolutely fell in love with Italian um, so I'm continuing that as well so um, I, I, I make a joke that French was my first love and Italian's my first affair so uh, yeah <laughs> so watch this, watch space. this space yeah <laughs> what's going to be that what's going to be the, the third the one runner yeah, up. Runner yeah. Up. yeah it's, a to- it's a toss-up between German and Welsh so Ooh, okay <laughs> we will watch that space um I'd love to ask you more about the Add One Challenge or the, the Fluid in Three Months Challenge as, as we, we know it now by its its name now. Mm-hmm. 
when you first signed up to do it, was that you were focused on French? Mm-hmm. Were you a complete beginner or could you give us a bit of a, I get a, a bit of a rundown of how it actually works? Because I know that I think, Beck, you haven't done it either, have you? No. So we're both we're both newbies to the to that particular challenge. I'd love to know a bit more about it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So um, I signed when I signed up for my very first one. I was probably around about A two level of French, so kind of like high beginner level. Um, but there were there were people in there who were you know intermediate and uh, and that and just wanting to improve their level. And there was also absolute beginners complete newbies and um i i found um i found it good because i wanted to uh i needed a bit of structure i needed um i didn't want to be in a classroom but i was starting to feel a bit lonely doing all this all by myself and i was just looking for a community so um so sort of everybody is sort of you're all in this challenge together, but there's people learning um, many different languages. And the object is to get you talking. So, um, of course, you're not going to be fluent in three months. It takes a lot longer to reach fluent stage. But it's sort of called that because they say um, three months is a, is a good time to um, to improve, to improve your level uh, and, to, and to develop a habit. So... Uh, so we're in constant contact with each other through Slack. There are many challenges throughout the um, throughout the challenge, uh, and there are sort of assignments you need to do. But the main thing is um, speaking practice. So you make a video um, of yourself speaking your target language, and that's called your day zero video. And that's just you at the level that you are now. And then you make another video on day 30 and then another on day 60. Yep. And on day 90, you you record yourself speaking a 15-minute conversation with somebody uh, in your target language, Pre- preferably a native speaker, but, you know, someone who's fluent in that language if, if you can't. Uh, and um, and it's, just to, it's just to sort of get you speaking, get you confident speaking with other people. Um, yeah, it doesn't it doesn't matter if you haven't reached C two if you've only gone from A one to A two. It doesn't matter. You've improved, and uh, and that's the and that's the thing. And there's there's accountability. So we um we get in every day and we sort of let people know how we're going. We call it a a yay nay sort of thing. You know, yay! I did really well today, and I um yeah I was able to do 20 minutes of um, Duolingo and then I had a lesson, that kind of thing. Uh, or, you know, um, I didn't have a really good day today. My kids were sick and, you know, my job's really stressful, all that sort of thing. But we all support each other. Um, but there's, there's, um, they've introduced other levels to that. So uh, there's, the, there's the normal challenge. Um, uh, there's also the one they've introduced called um, Fluent in Three Months Advance. So this is for people who have, um, who are probably at that intermediate level um, in a language, and they're on that, um, they're on that plateau. They're stuck on that plateau, uh, and uh, and they're trying to get off that damn plateau. Uh, so it's a little bit different. You've got to do a weekly video of speaking about different topics in, in your target language. 
Uh, and there's also one called uh, Fluent in Three Months, the Polygot Challenge, and that's for people where I'm aiming to be, um, where you you know a few languages, but you're just trying to maintain them. So uh, I haven't actually done the Polygot Challenge yet, so I couldn't tell you about that one. But I've done the I've done the regular challenge and the advance, and uh, they they have helped me. The first the first one really really helped me um, just get used to speaking, uh, and my my level of French did go up a little bit. But I I found that by the end of those three months, I had no problem going um, to France or Belgium and speaking French and I didn't care if I made, an ex, uh, made a, a mistake. You know, it, it didn't worry me. I didn't die and the person didn't laugh at me. It was, you know, uh, it was really, really help um, confidence building. Um, yeah, and I think I did, I did two challenges and then um, I was contacted by one of the coaches um, and I was actually overseas on my holiday at the time and, and she said would you like to come and help out and be like a volunteer coach to help the other uh, challenges along just um be like a bit of a cheerleader but also giving them a bit of advice and guidance if they're stuck you know um uh and I just jumped at it and went yes <laughs> I'd love to so yes yeah, so I've been doing that for about a year now that's amazing so what does a volunteer coach um so I sort of I, I get on and check every day I've still I I can I do the challenge along with them so you know when we first start I just say um hi I'm Deb I'm, I'm one of the community coaches I'm doing this challenge with you guys and at the moment I'm doing one in French at the moment um no Italian what am I saying I'm doing one in Italian at the moment I say oh, hi I'm doing this with you and I'm doing Italian for life <laughs> yeah um and, and they just they can ask me questions I mean I'm not a teacher so of course I can't give them structured lessons or anything like that but I can I can help them out based on my experience uh, and I've been there I've been um, I've been standing there and feeling like I'm completely overwhelmed because I have 30 apps on my phone and I have a bookcase full of books and um, I have language exchange partners and tutors and 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 um, online courses and CDs and and I don't know where to start because I have so much stuff um, yeah so I, I've been there so I'm able to, I'm able to say to them you know this is what's helped me why don't you try this or as an idea why don't you put the books away for a while and put maybe 15 of those apps in a folder on your phone to use later and that that kind of thing, um, and and also, but also be there for them if if they're struggling, if they're feeling um, deflated about something um, in their language language learning. If they're really struggling with something in particular, we try to sort of find out what what is what it is they're struggling with and and help them. Um, I we actually had somebody who confessed that he was learning Chinese and he confessed that. He wasn't passionate about Chinese after about a month of sort of asking him questions and trying to help out and we found out um, he's not very passionate about Chinese but he's passionate about this other language so we're sort of that okay now we've got something to work with you know we can we, we can help you sort of thing. Um, yeah so it's sort of that kind of thing my, my role is um, 
just that. So I'm not the Shannon is Shannon Kennedy. She's she's the head coach. So she has she's able to um, sort of get in. She's the one that sort of controls the site and everything like that. So which is great because I'm not a techie person um, yet. So. Um, yeah, that's it really. I'm sort of a, a cheerleader, a hugger, a virtual hugger um, um, and an advice giver. <laughs> so, I really loved it because I loved the community more than anything else. Um, and, and yeah, if there's, if there's um, a few people doing um, the same language, like Spanish is really popular and French as well. Um, you, you get put into dream teams. So you can, um, and you have a meeting once a week and you can and you can sort of chat with your fellow challengers who are learning the same language and practice together. So, yeah, that, that kind of thing. Or you can opt not to do that if you're, you know, if that's not your thing. Uh, so you sort of can cater the, um, the challenge to suit yourself. Yeah, but you've always got that back up. <laughs> Hello, I'm, I'm really loving the sound, the sound of it. I think the... Um the structure and the accountability and the inbuilt community really appeals to me. Mm-hmm. Um, talking about virtual hugs <laughs> and, you know, yes. of course, we're all recording this remotely, but for the uh, the benefit of the listeners who don't get the opportunity to see the video devs, can you describe what we can see, which is your cool new addition to your home <laughs> which we've been calling your language, language cubby house. Cubby house yes the little house with many names it seems to go by very <laughs> names yes the language cubby house yes that that came about because uh thanks to covid uh because my husband started to had to work from home and and my daughter who's who was in her first year of uni suddenly had to study from home and I was going around the bend uh, because my husband has the loudest voice in the southern hemisphere, and um, and also had very stressed daughter who was just um, just losing it all the time because she hated the online study thing, and I would be trying to do a, a video for the for the challenge or having a lesson, and there just this be noise upstairs of my husband talking on a zoom call and and he'd say to me I'll put my headphones on so you know you can't hear them and I said they're not the problem it's you so um so he he ended up (laughs) it it, it was awful I've actually got some video footage of me sort of sitting there starting to talk and then stopping and then just looking up at the ceiling really perplexed uh and my teacher going you're right like yeah it's just my husband yelling on the you know on zoom um so he built this little hut because we're we're very lucky we have a really big garden so he built this little sort of shack um down the back and I painted it up and I've decked it out and I've got my bookshelves and my um language books but I've also got pictures all up around the walls I paint it nice and white so it's bright and Pictures of um, places where I've travelled, um, uh, pictures that you know, my daughter did when she was younger, um, places I've been, um, photos of family. So I'm surrounded by memories, um, and you know, each uh, each picture sort of brings brings back a really really strong memory. Like there's one 
behind well usually um behind me when i'm sitting on the other side of the shack and it's a, a drawing that i bought in montmartre and that always reminds me of when i had a really really big language blooper blooper um speed trying to trying to buy this painting so it's it's hanging there and it's reminding me of that that time that but it's it's a funny memory so it's sort of um i'm surrounded by language stuff and um and I love it. So I just come down here uh, whenever I can, um, and uh, which is most of the time <laughs> when I'm not at work. So down here. So even when I'm not studying languages, I'm reading down here. Um, we've got a few other questions, but I just wanted to, I guess, ask you about your own kind of language learning with French and Italian. Um do you have any kind of favourite resources that you've kind of had as your go-to over this period that you've been learning or things that you found have really made a difference to your learning? Um, yeah, I am. Um, I tend to rotate them a lot. Um, uh, now I rotate them three monthly to coincide with the challenge um, because there's always something shiny and new and bright that's just begging to be tried. But I have to go, no, 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 I'll try you. I'll put you on the shelf and I'll try you in three months. But at the moment for the Italian one, um, because be, because, uh, because of work, I, I needed to cut, da- cut it down a little bit. So I um, focus on, on three things. Uh, so I've got my tutor, um, uh, Monica, um, uh, who's in Melbourne, I think. Um, so she's she's my she's my tutor, and, and I have my lesson. Um, I also have a language exchange, uh, and at the moment I'm using the language hacking uh, Italian book uh, with for, for, by Benny Lewis. That's sort of helping me to sort of write scripts and everything like that because my my Italian is still very much at the the beginner stage. Um, so with so I just I just use those three uh, my, my tutor um, language exchange and um, and this exercise book. With French, I've gone a lot broader because I, I'm sort of um, I'm working towards upper intermediate with French. <laughs> So I, I have a whole list of things that I like to rotate around. So I love the Michelle Thomas um, course um, with with French. Um, uh, I love um, there's a um, oh, what's it called Racont Racontant Histoire. Uh, it's a, a course to help me listen, um, get my listening skills up. Uh, there's a phonetics course I love. Um, that I, that I like to do, uh, as well as I have a regular uh, regular language exchange partner that we speak every Sunday for. We've been speaking for a couple of years now. We've become kind of like friends. It's it's really nice. I look forward to my my Sunday chats with Fabrice. It's really really lovely, uh, and of course my tutor. So um, I just sort of I just have this whole toolbox of things. Um, so with with Italian, uh, but I'm not doing French at the moment. When I'm doing a challenge, I focus just on that one particular language that I'm doing the challenge on. So I put all my French tools away for the moment and just focusing on my three with um, with Italian. As I get um, a bit more confident and go up a um, go up a bit more in my level of Italian, I'll add another thing to the toolbox. 
Um, but the other thing I use is podcasts because um, the bus trip to and from work is a half hour each way. So there's a half hour of uninterrupted listening time. So, so I, um, I really, really love the Coffee Break series um, of uh, language podcasts. So I've been listening to Coffee Break Italian uh, all the way to work and all the way back. So that's, and that's, yeah, I really enjoy that as well. Oh, that's great. What a what a great kind of selection of tools and resources that you've got in your toolbox. I really love really love that. Yeah. I can visualize it. <laughs> but there is one other thing I like to do and it's my quirky it's my quirky habit. At the end of the week, I have a Spotify playlist um that I've made I've made of French and Italian songs that I'm learning the lyrics to. And Fridays as a treat. I drive to work and so when I'm driving home I um, put that playlist on and I make sure the windows are up because I cannot sing but I turn it up and I sing really really badly really badly to French and Italian songs so I've called it my belt out songs badly playlist Uh, and um, so by the time I've got home I've had a French Italian workout in my brain uh, and my voice is really hoarse but I've had a lot of fun. Yeah. Oh, I love that too. That's so awesome. Oh, Debs. <laughs> what a great chat. Thank you. Oh, I've loved, I've really loved hearing about the language learning, the processes, the the challenges, what you've been up to. Um, so thank you. Thank you for giving up time in your evening to chat with us. Oh, it's my pleasure. Absolutely. Thank you for having me here. And Debs, before we let you go, is there a place where people can follow you if they're interested in learning more about your French and Italian learning? Um, but I do have Instagram accounts and now I have to look them up um, for my practice my language practice I have one in French and one in Italian and now I have to look up what I'm called (laughs) frankly francophone is um the French one and essentially Italian is the other and I have an English one called towards fluency because that's where I'm always striving for (laughs) well thank you everyone for tuning in for another episode of language chats and we will catch you again in another fortnight Thank you. Bye. Thanks, Debs.